Good morning, good morning, good morning. It's Cut to the Chase at 8 with Queen MC. That's me, Madison Chase, and we are in this place. And I really honestly want to talk face to face about the podcast I did on the Blue Zones. And the Blue Zones really got me thinking in all of those five places around the world, only one in the States, Loma Linda, California. It made me think that diet exercise, the way that we know it in this country, isn't working. And could we incorporate more mindful living in terms of how we eat, not necessarily a diet, in terms of how we move throughout our daily life, not necessarily exercise. And I'm not saying those two things don't have their place, but if we incorporated these kinds of mindful activities, could we have more long-term results? So I found this article and it's called The Art of Mindful Eating, Seven Simple Exercises for Greater Health, Happiness, and Peace of Mind. And it comes from a website called Conscious Lifestyle Mag. So that's what I wanted to talk about. So stay tuned. We'll hear a word from our sponsor and then we'll jump right into it. Okay, now that we heard a word from our sponsor, let's jump right into it. So, Cut to the Chase at 8 is meant to be the highlights. And the reason why I tell you about the entire article is hopefully to inspire you and empower you to read the entire article on your own. So, the author is a PhD. Uh, Her name is Lynn Rossi. I'm assuming it's a woman. It might be a man. I don't know. And the article begins, there's a picture of just food, beautiful food on a beautiful display. So, the extensive research has shown that adopting mindful eating practices can dramatically improve many areas of health and overall happiness and enjoyment of food. The basic of mindful eating, uh, by bringing to light the major difficulties and challenges you have with eating, the instructions in this article will hopefully transform your future experiences with food and your body. There is no great mystery or secret to unveil the mindful eating, just the simple task of bringing your attention to what's happening in the present. So it's no real like exercise that we commonly think of exercise. Uh, When you're on autopilot, not paying attention to what you're doing or being fully present in your body, you're not aware of the sensations of hunger or fullness not aware of what you're eating and not tasting or enjoying your food. And if you think about how we're socialized, we have cell phones that are now more convenient. We have microwaves, which I don't use at all. I use a toaster oven. We have uh, fast food restaurants that typically don't have the best food in terms of being quick uh, and or healthy and or good for you. And we have grocery stores instead of actually growing your own fruits and vegetables. Uh, So there are a couple of things, you know, in terms of convenience that really don't set us up to really be more mindful. Uh, It goes on to say conditioned thoughts and unconscious decisions and choices create a war between you and your food and body. But they are not the enemy when the presence is experienced directly in your thoughts and habits are recognized. 
new choices become available that honor your taste buds and your health. You can befriend and delight in the experience of tasting, eating, and living. Here are the basics that can change what, when, why, and how you eat. <clears throat> so the basics, it is actually an acronym, and the basic stands for breathe <clears throat> and belly check for hunger and uh, satiety, uh, whether you are satiated <clears throat> before you eat. A stands for <coughs> assess your food. Uh, S stands for slow down. I stands for investigate your hunger throughout the meal, particularly halfway through. C stands for chew your food thoroughly. And S stands for savor your food. So those are the six tools. I think there's one more, so I'm gonna read ahead, but hopefully you will read this article for yourself. Um, So those are some of the tools and exercises and tips. And when she talks about hunger and being satisfied on a scale, uh, she has, uh, he or she, Lynn, has a couple of things uh, to basically check in with yourself. Like, are you starved? I don't care what or how much I eat. Are you, number two, very hungry? I feel unfocused and irritable. Three, hungry. I feel a physical sense of hunger. Four, slightly hungry. Five, not hungry, but not yet satisfied. Six, satisfied with the meal. Starting to get a feeling of fullness. Eight, a little too full, feeling uncomfortable. Why, uh, way too full. I couldn't eat another bite. That's nine. And ten, stuffed. I feel sick. Uh, so, In mindful eating, each time before you eat, mindfully ask yourself, am I hungry? What's my hunger level? And the first step to reclaiming the world of normal eating is to honor your biological hunger. Your body needs to consciously know what it will assess to food if you are starved. Number one, you definitely have waited too long to eat. It might eat everything in the house or the grocery store. Sometimes people call this being hungry. When you are very hungry, you feel irritable and unfocused in your body and brain uh, are exhibiting signs of not having food for too long. The best time to eat is mindfully when you have signs of physical hunger in the form of hunger pains and stomach growling. (laughs) That's number three. So... That's just a, a couple of tools. And he, she also says, uh, do you have difficulty feeling hungry or feeling hunger? Uh, and so here are a couple of things that she addresses. Drinking a lot of diet sodas, coffee, and tea can silence hunger. These calorie-free beverages provide a temporary sense of fullness in the stomach and numb the hunger signs. A long history of dieting can dampen the hunger cues. Dieters who deny that. Their hunger, basically, they get so unfamiliar with recognizing it that they no longer recognize it, basically. So... It goes on to say that dieters who deny their hunger for a long period of time can subsequently learn to tune out the signals of their bellies until the signals finally become hard to recognize. 
And eating according to the time on the clock can increase your reliance on an external structure instead of your internal signals and dampen your ability to hear and feel your hunger. Living a busy nonstop life can result in habits of ignoring or suppressing hunger as you focus on being engaged in activity all the time. Spending a lot of time in your head and not in your body can also shut off the body's message. When you are lost in thought, it is difficult to be mindfully aware of the voice for hunger. So, and then she asked the question, do you feel hungry all the time? Eating food with little staying power will make you feel hungry sooner than later. Not drinking enough water can be a culprit. Uh, The lack of hydration can mimic signs of hunger because hunger and thirst signals are controlled in the same part of your brain. Try drinking about 64 ounces of water a day uh, to stay hydrated. And thinking about food a lot can set off cravings. The thought about food and the desire that arises from that thought are not the same as hunger. Uh, So this article is pretty long. So, mm, this is interesting. However, skipping breakfast in an effort to lose weight doesn't work, which is kind of similar to intermittent fasting. Uh, And then she says breakfast is is the most important meal of the day, and it is a way of recalibrating the body by jump-starting your metabolism after not eating for the period of time you were asleep. By the end of 10 weeks, all of my breakfast skeptics have transformed into breakfast believers and say that it makes them feel better and eat less. Uh, So yeah, I've been intermittent fasting uh, from 12 to 8 and I'm trying to decide because I am a night owl. That's why I think intermittent fasting can work for certain people, Uh, but I am more productive at night. So trying to find the balance of, you know, staying up and wanting to snack while I'm working is kind of my new thing. So trying to figure out how I could balance that with intermittent fasting is uh, interesting. So we'll see how that works. Um, Breathing deeply and checking in with yourself um, is essentially going to help you be more mindful about your food so that's akin to meditation this article is really long uh and so number seven because i guess there's like uh, six different tools but she says eat raisins um for this mindful exercise You will need three raisins as well as a paper and a pen to write down your experience. You will explore the raisins through all of their senses. Through the sense of sight, touch, smell, hearing, and taste, you could download an audio recording of this exercise uh, on her website. So that sounds like an interesting exercise. Uh, So I'm going to let you guys actually read this and tell me what you think. Hmm. So she kind of goes through exactly what the exercise is and kind of some of the thoughts. And exercise number eight is a mindful meal or snack. Pick a time when you would normally eat a meal or a snack. You'll be using all of the basics in order to determine hunger, choose and assess your food, slowly eat and savor, and stop when you're satisfied. As best you can, approach this mindful eating exercise with mindful openness and curiosity. You can download, again, the audio. Um, So, this is pretty interesting. 
practicing with the basic. So let's go back to what the basic acronym stands for. Uh, the B actually stands for breathe. I'm going back to I'm scrolling. This is a really long article. I uh, breathe and belly check for hunger and satiation before you eat. Say it to you. Um, A stands for assess your food. S stands for slow down. I stands for investigate your hunger throughout the meal, particularly halfway through. C, chew your food slowly. S, savor your food. So thank you guys for listening. And yeah, this article was pretty interesting. I would love to hear your thoughts. And tomorrow is Tuesday and we will chat tomorrow.